Hello Island Church. Uh, we started uh, last time our new series uh, called Divine Direction as we're taking a look at the word direction and how God uses that in different ways throughout the Bible. Um, our lesson text is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 uh, beginning uh, today I'm going to go back to about verse 10. Uh, because it reminds me so much of the exciting things that's going on. And if you've not been a part uh, of just the stirring in the Holy Spirit and, and, and the prayer that is going on here and, and the intercession that's being made, um, I definitely encourage you to come out and do that. Uh, it, it's something that's, being, uh, that, that's been going on every night. Uh, just such, such a blessing. And every chance uh, that you can make the opportunity. As, as a matter of fact, don't look for opportunities. Make it a priority. Uh, and, and try to be there for that prayer. I mean, there's such a stirring going on. Uh, it will be uh, so uplifting as we go out and face uh, the uncertain times and, and face uh, the, the chaos of the day. Um, you know, this just gives us exactly what we need to be able uh, to maneuver through this and, and to be able to uh, even have the Holy Spirit guide us through the day. So if you'll make that a priority, I know that God will bless you for it in Jesus' name. Um, but I want us to pick up in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and uh, verse 10. Uh, here the Apostle Paul, if you remember we talked about last time, he's writing to the church at Thessalonica. Thessalonica being that capital city in, in uh, the Apostle Paul's time uh, of Macedonia. This was how the Apostle Paul answered that Macedonian call. I, I remember a, a wonderful uh, song we used to sing when I was young about that. It, it was, uh, you have heard the Macedonian call today, send the light, send the light. Um, so here is, is that uh, the Apostle Paul is writing back to the church. He says, Night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now remember we talked about the Apostle Paul uh, when he was first introduced there in Thessalonica. Uh, did not get to um, finish what he wanted to. He, he hadn't been able to, uh, he had established the church and had met with the church leaders and, and got things going there. But after about a month or so, uh, he, he had left that city uh, and he's writing back and, and he longs to get back to that church and to be able to uh, work with them more and to be able to help get them established in the faith. Um, and, and he says that, that he's been praying about it night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. In verse 11, this is our, our lesson text for this series. He says, Now God Himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you, and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. And, and those are words that could not be more perfect for Island Church, for Galveston, for Texas, for the United States, for the world, than those right there. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another. If there's one thing that will be able to conquer the hate that this world is filled with right now, it is going to be love. And not just love like emotion, not love the feeling, but godly love is what it's going to take to conquer the hate that is in the world. 
But I want us to uh, be able to go. We started uh, the last sermon title was under new management, and uh, we talked about uh, uh, about being different, about uh, about following God and, and submitting to that. And, and the definition we looked at there um, was uh, was direction, guidance, or supervision of action or conduct uh, or management. And I am um, working under the direction uh, or, or by what authority that I'm working under. Um, so, so that's a, a very important thing. But uh, I want us to continue with, with that thought uh, as we go to 1 Samuel chapter 30. And I want us to look at, at uh, verses 7 through 8. And in 1 Samuel, um, 1 Samuel chapter 30, um, or, or we'll, begin, we'll begin about verse 1. Um, I want to set the stage here. Um, David and his men had been in battle. And they were doing uh, exactly what God would have them to do. Now David, at this point, uh, he had already been anointed uh, that he would be the king, the next king of Israel. Uh, and David is now, God is getting him ready. Uh, he's got the anointing, but God's getting him ready for the appointing. So God's, God's helping David work through some stuff and helping David to get ready and get prepared and get the experience that he's going to need uh, to be able to, to be the king over the nation of Israel. And, and here is a, a lesson that um, David's going to very quickly learn uh, about that he needs some direction in life. Um, so let's, let's pick up here. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag uh, on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives uh, that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were uh, with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And have you ever been in a situation like that? I mean, these people, when they came in and they saw that their village, that their town had been burned to the ground, there was nothing there. Everything was ash. The animals were gone. The people were gone. Their sons and daughters and wives were all gone. Everything. Every, everything in life that they knew was gone. Had just vanished in an instant. Almost makes you think about, uh, on some scale, what's going on in the world today. I mean, thing, things are, are changing very quickly. We've seen such a rapid cycle of change over the last few months that, that there, there's never been anything like it. Uh, dating all the way back to the flood in Noah's time, has there been something that has affected the entire earth on the same scale? as what's going on today. And we need direction, just like uh, David is going to need some direction. And Dave, um, as we go on to verse 6, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him. 
Because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. What a key. What a piece of Scripture for us today. There are so many people right now trying to encourage themselves in the incorrect thing. Drugs all across our nation. Uh, hate all across our nation. Getting involved in, in things that shouldn't be done. People uh, going out and, and burning Bibles and, and, and destroying uh, the infrastructure of our country. David didn't look to any of these types of things to be able to encourage himself. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I am so thankful that we have a pastor like uh, Pastor Rusty Martin that is with us here in Island Church. And I want to encourage uh, anyone, if you have ever been a part of this church, now is the time to come back. There is a stirring going on like nothing you've ever seen before. Because we are being led to encourage ourselves in the Lord, just like David did, to be able to get a sense of direction in this world, to be able to navigate uh, through the things as we're seeing prophecy fulfilled on a daily basis, every single day all around us, like never before, truly living in the end of the age. But let's encourage ourselves on a daily basis in the Lord uh, as we go on. Uh, and David said to Abathar the priest, uh, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? So here I want us to, um, I want us to take a quick look uh, about this ephod. Now the ephod was something uh, that the high priest had uh, and it had the stones on it, but also in that ephod in a, in a pocket behind it, according to most Jewish historians, um, and, and it talks about that Urim and the Thummim. Uh, the, the Urim uh, was, was a stone as well as the, the Thummim. The Thummim um, was two stones. And the high priest would use this in decision-making. Most historians believe uh, that they would reach in, uh, pull these out. Now, these were for normally yes or no type questions. And they would be able to use this and, and determine whether or not that this was something that God wanted them to do, if this was God's will for them, uh, or, or if it was something that was just left uh, to their own decision. And being able to use this, uh, they would be able to bring it out. And according to those historians, as they brought out the, the Urim or the Urim, um, they would hold that. And then the Thuman was two stones that felt identical, uh, one for yes, one for no. And as they held that stone, the Thuman in one hand, and they hold the Urim, uh, which means light, in the other, uh, and as they would hold those, uh, if they got the yes or the no, uh, and then the Urim would light up, it would illuminate. So if this was, was God's will, if this answer over here was actually God's will for them, uh, they would, that it would illuminate, and then they would know that this is truly the, the answer, God's answer to the question that they might be asking. Uh, so that's why David needed this ephod. Uh, he wanted to get his own answer from God. And, you know, that's um, to the point where, where we think about 
uh, how the Word of God works. You know, David needed his own Word. And, and, and the way that, a, a good way to handle this or, or think about this, you know, here in Texas, if, if we've got a hurricane going on, um, we're not going to be looking to world news. And if the hurricane uh, is really setting in, uh, we want local news. We want to know what's going on around me. And then when things start getting really serious, I don't just need world news. I don't even need local news. I need to know what's going on out my front door. I need my own personal news of what's happening at my house. So, so that's, that's what David needs at this time. You know, he, he uh, and, and in the Bible, uh, you know, we, we talk about the Word of God and we talk about that Word. Um, there are three words uh, that the Bible uses to describe the Word of God. Uh, the first is graphe. You know, graphe is, is talking about the scriptures. Like the Apostle Paul would tell the young gospel preacher Timothy, all scripture or all graphe is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for proof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That is the graphe. This is the written word, the graphe. But then there's the logos. Now, the Logos takes you to a whole different level. The Logos is what John would describe when he would say, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. It's the manifestation. It's the message of the graphe. It's the living, breathing message. When we come and, and, and we hear Pastor Rusty or, or hear one of the ministers, when, when we come and we assemble uh, and, and the sermon is given, uh, we are able to, uh, we're able to get that uh, that Logos. But then there's something else. Something altogether differently. There's something called Rhema. Now, Rhema is your own personal word. That's when God takes this off the page and it becomes alive and you understand the message of it and then you apply it directly to your individual situation. That's the rhema. And that's what David needed. And later on in this series, we're going to find out exactly what happened when David gets the rhema. Shall I pursue? Tune in next time because we're going to be encouraged in the Lord. And I can't wait to get on into this story. Uh, but as we're navigating through, we encourage you, encourage yourself in the Lord. Uh, these words of encouragement are wonderful, and we invite you here uh, to our services. Uh, we invite you here to prayer. Come and join the stirring that is going on here at Island Church. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.